Hello. Oh. The Chuckle Brothers. Right. Hello. So this is Flux Part 3. Here we go. To flux oh, review. No, Skulf. Skulf. Right. No, just keep going. Oh. Part three. Once, comma, upon time. I'm Harold. I'm Luke. And uh, so we're going to do our review of flux. Before we do that, we'll do a little bit of housekeeping. Hey. Little bit of housekeeping. So uh, we're still doing the after show. Yeah. Which is a live stream curated by the Cloister Bell podcast. The lovely Liam and Rob. You nearly forgot then. Rob and Liam. So, yeah, so it's the Cloister Bell, us, me and thee, um, Shona and Caroline from My Adventure in Space and Time, Matt from Neither the Time nor the Space, and hopefully Mark Cockrum's coming back from All of Time and Space. Uh, so yeah, so if you're listening to this on Monday, well, it's every Monday basically, unless we tell you otherwise. If you go to our Twitter or any of the aforementioned podcasts Twitter accounts, uh, you can find links you're to it on very YouTube. Very articulate tonight, you know, very, 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 very. Or visit wccy.co.uk, and the link is on the home page. On the home page, <laughs> um, so you can set yourself a reminder. So that's something to look forward to on uh, on your Monday evening uh, after flux. So we thought for a little do something a little bit different this week. Mm-hmm. So we've we've rigged up Luke's iPad to a stand so we can view. It's a very floppy stand. It is a very flaccid member, and uh, we're going to watch Once Upon Time again, again because a. I can't really remember what happens. And B, I think it'll bring up topics that we've missed out or forgotten about completely. Mm. So, so I remember bits. So we're not gonna. It's not gonna be a watch along per se. Who's Percy? Um, Per se, it's not gonna be a watch along per se. Um, Per se, but uh, you know, you'll get a feel, and you might hear a little bit of the audio as well. Mm. Okay. So, uh, initial impressions when you watched Flux last week, if you can remember. Oh, God. Um, Better. Yeah? I think it was ripe with other issues. I don't know. It it just... The mashup, wasn't it, of just crap? (laughs) Really? (laughs) So, yeah. Luke Morris there reporting for Radio Times. And now to Matthew with the weather. It was just a mashup of crap. So yeah, I can't really. I think it's probably the one that I've enjoyed the most. I'm not entirely sure yeah, why, same. but hopefully that will raise. I think its enjoy head. is a stretch, but it wasn't even tolerable. Like I, I wouldn't watch it still if it wasn't in the podcast. But it was better. Yeah, it was better than better. the others. The only way is up. It's 
this <laughs> didn't smell as bad. Right. It's like, do you know when it goes hard outside? It's like, yeah. It's like, because I can't smell it. It might be mud. Yeah. Then you put your nose right next to it. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, that's that shit. So, yeah. That is shit. So, we're starting on the, the wonder that is BBC iPlayer. So, it's probably going to crash midway through and we've got to start again. So, we're going to hit play. Skullflux. Nice. So, we've got the previously. The Flux. <laughs> This, uh, can we turn the volume just a tad? So, that's a lovely scene, that the first time that Swarm meets the Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, we've seen this now. Right. Okay, so we start with this flashback now, Bell's story. What I learned... Nice. So already I'm like, right, another new character. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was a little bit, sort of thought, why is this happening now? And then, we get some CGI Daleks rolling <laughs> by. It's alright, love, they're not real. So some people have been saying these ones are CGI, but when they appear around the corner and say they're real... Rob said it. No, there's a few people that have said it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because I remember Rob saying it, I can't remember. Now, so that's real? I don't think it is. I, think I don't that think it is CGI. Either. See a little skip then? Why don't you do a little skip? Whee! She's running away from Daleks, but it's almost like she's running to find an Easter egg. Jesus Christ, that goes dark quick, that, That's it? cool. I like that. That's really hard to do. When it goes from light to dark. When she's running through the forest. There we go. Right. So blue flies. So these little hummingbirds, the blue things, whatever they are, they look... Awful. It does look awful. So they're essentially a space mop. Really? Yeah, so they're going round tidying up after the flux. So everything the flux has missed that is dealing with. What the flux had missed? Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. My love. Title sequence. Roll titles. Roll sound. Roll, roll film. Cut to black. Adverts. <sighs> yeah, I mean the bell thing. Is that a name? Bell. Is, is bell, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, pointless, maybe? A little bit. Written by Chris Chinball. Chinball. <laughs> Now, I will say, I don't particularly think Jody deals with this sort of internal dialogue stuff Jody's well. really, really bad in this episode. I think she's terrible. I do like Jody, but I think so she's I, got... But in this episode, she's bad. I think she's got some David Tennant syndrome, where she's really good when she's up against... If, if the actor she's acting with is is better than her inverted commas I not know not better but you just, know if the actor that she's acting with is a really strong actor yeah. she's great because I think she feels like she's got to work a bit more it's more like she can they push us. they push each other Yeah. I think it's like playing in a band and you know the others yeah. are a bit crap you sort of not that you don't try but it's just everything feels a bit easy 
God. So this time storm thing. What do you think? Oh God. I don't think it looks terrible. Oh come on. She's not in that scene. The right. angel. So we're pausing. We're, we're pausing. pausing. We're four minutes right. in. Let me um. Got me notes here. I can't remember what I put. Go on. You know what? Euthanasia should be legalised. After all. That's all he has to do. Go to the Parliament now. Show him that. Oh, no, sorry. Immediately. Got <laughs> <laughs> Um, CGI. Yes. It started okay in the series, in flux. Now it's something else. Yeah, it, it's been very hit or miss, hasn't it? I think it has. There's some moments Mercedes. that it looks all right. The Daleks looked okay, to be fair. No, the Daleks seem to be the thing that's had the most flack. Right. That people think they look terrible. When we first watched it, this is probably... They look like they're in that scene, though. They do That's look what like they're there. All this other CGI doesn't do. Jodie's not there. You can. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, she's not in the time storm, but like, that's all done in editing, isn't? It? I don't. If they had practical lights shine on her in that green screen room, wherever it was, yeah, terrible job. She's not there. Like, it's just so unbelievable. Like you've said this before as well with the um... CGI is all about light. Yeah, um, uh, that's what makes it look bad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, how textures refract light and stuff like that. Oof. That's the big push for ray tracing and gaming right now. 101. Because not only is it, you know, reflecting things on surfaces like mirrors and puddles, it's how a stone refracts light differently to a pebble. Realism. A, a smooth pebble or a rough stone. You know? I th- yeah, I think I th- personally, I don't know whether this is any, any there's any truth in this, but I think when you just deal in in purely CGI, it's probably a bit easier. But when you merge real with CGI, hmm. I think that's where the difficulty comes because it's sort of it's got to add up to being real, to being real, to make it believable. Yeah. Anyway, I know some people can sort of suspend the disbelief with CGI and sort of yeah, I'm, get I'm over it. pretty good at that, but. But yeah, I know what you mean. That sometimes I think it's just so some... inconsistent in this series. It's really it has really been ins- inconsistent, yeah. and that's not a dig. Oh no, it it's is. J- All right, but no, do you know? What? It, I think it has. It has been inconsistent. Yeah, it's even in this episode, it's really inconsistent. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's it is odd. It's, it's almost it, like a creative choice. Yeah. Um, but Maybe what it is. I do like. Okay, I'm expecting some more to do with the budget. when they got specials coming. Um. I like the time storm. Yeah. I said this in the live stream. Um, yeah. It's capturing. It's Doctor Who. Sciencey bullshit. It's Doctor Who. Whatever. It's awesome. We don't know everything about time. Let's play with it. Yeah. I'm all for that. It's adding a wonder back in science. I'm all for it. All the fiction for Fiction back to the science. <laughs> yeah. All for it. Yeah. I'm with you. Timey wimey. <laughs> I mean, I hate that phrase, but. Messing about with time, I'm into that. I am. Uh, I think Matt's, I think Matt's era, played with the idea a lot. Yeah, that's when it started doing it a lot. Moffat, Joe, with the episode we reviewed, um, I don't know what it was. Joe, Rory has to sit outside the, oh, outside the box. Yeah, yeah. I like the dog that goes back in time to tell himself. So there's playing with time. 
love yeah, that. It, it, it's it a lot more interesting. But it's instead of chemistry lesson with yeah, Pertwee and yeah, stuff like that, you yeah. know, it's just a different ball game. I I like it. I like it. I like it's, the stupid <laughs> about this because it's just great. It's moffity as well. Yeah, it's great. I'm all for this. Just please make it look half decent. I think the the problem comes where you don't have to play with <laughs> like this. Matt's era in that episode as well. Those two episodes didn't you didn't see anything like this. No, but it's super believable that they were going through time and stuff like that. I think yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. Like the and like the TARDIS exploding and the sun and stuff. We saw a glimpse of the sun, but mm. it was all like in our imagination. It's left to us to decide what the TARDIS looked like, yeah, and things like that. And it's a much better way of doing it when you haven't got a massive budget. Yeah, I think the problem comes as well is where you sort of you brag up the series, saying it's like it's the this is the biggest thing we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Like this is. This is like next level. Like we've never done this before. No. You do expect this is going to be good then, you know. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If somebody says to you, you know, you really need to watch Bock this. Up your, oh. No, do you know like you really need to watch this or yeah. whatever. You do expect it to sort of at least be consistent. No. But it, I don't think this is, is it? No. No. See anyway, let's carry on. Right, no, I'm sorry. Not only does she not look like she's in the scene, she's not acting like it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, she's acting like... I, I can see her in on a stage in uni. No, I can see her in like the high school play. Like, she's the best actor in her class, but, you know, it's high school. Do you know, like, she's just all in black clothes, a black background, and it's all just improv. She's really selling herself like she's in this time storm. It's... I, it's just... She's not there. And it's, I'm, I'm criticising this episode because I really like yeah. Jodie. She's one of the stronger doctors, but... There, is, there are a lot of moments I've found. It's... Maybe not especially with Flux, but probably with Chibnall's era in general. Where I think I've mentioned this before, it all it feels like they've used the first take of everything. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. No, but it But it, it feels like that. It feels like the whatever they captured in that first take, yeah. they're just trying to recreate all the time. Yeah. It's like we'll just play it that way, but it was a little bit blurry, mm-hmm. so mm, that's it, yeah. Yeah. No. It's strange. It is strange. Sometimes it works because it feels a bit sort of edgy and it doesn't quite know what it's going to do. But other times it just feels a little bit amdram. I, you know, it feels that's that sounds like a real dig. I can't act, you know. So who am I to judge? But just as a viewer, it feels a little bit. Are we too harsh on Doctor Who as a series? Probably. Oh well, Probably. let's carry on. I think the thing that, that looks horrific. Everybody looks like they're on wires as well. Yeah, it's that wire stance. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I think the problem comes that I don't really care. Yeah, this scene doesn't mean anything. 
Well, it, it sort of does, doesn't it? But it doesn't make me care. So this it's is just, it's more to add to pile yeah. of we don't know. You need to think about this now as well. Yeah, uh, now. So this is the division. It's like you're climbing up a wet wall. <laughs> you're just gonna keep sliding down. Mm. Why would you say that? Yeah, we need to get back and end the siege of Atropos. It's uh, it's still enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? It's not like it's sort of yeah. It's it's not a terrible scene. It's just the th yeah. The it's thing one of those scenes that you'd see in a deleted scene. It can be cut. I see. I still find it enjoyable to watch. Like I'm still sat here, and I'm not. I don't find myself drifting away. No. It's, sort of, it's on the screen, and then I look. Oh, look, pretty lights. Which I do get sometimes with things. There's a few new Who episodes we've watched, and old Who, where I'm looking at the screen, and then all of a sudden I realise I'm trying to work out what does that say over there on that book. Or, mm. You know what? Like you just sort of, without even thinking about it, you haven't been watching for five yeah. minutes, and then you think, oh god, I'm lost. I've got to go back again. Um. Yeah, I don't like this speech. Well, it's supposed to not be Jody, isn't it? I mean, we'll get to that. Joe Martin. Yeah. But it's... So already, like, I'm frustrated that we haven't seen Jody as the doctor she wants to play. I think she's a strong doctor, but I don't think she's a strong... She doesn't portray her doctor very strongly. I don't really know what her doctor is. Neither do I, and that's the point. Like, I can't distinguish what her yeah. doctor is to the others. But I know the generic doctor formula, and I think she... Uh, to like comparing her to Tennant, I think she lives up to that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think quirky. Yeah, I think she's a, one of the strong ones, but don't know what her version is. And before we even get to that, Joe Martin's already replaced her. Well, it's just, this isn't even Joe. No, this isn't even Jodie in her scene. This Joe Martin. We'll get on to Joe Martin as she appears. Okay. I'm sure, but um, I've got some thoughts on that one. Okay, and now we're back in Liverpool. Liverpool. If anybody's interested, uh, there's a Genesis vlog. Don't pause it, because nothing happens. There's a Genesis vlog that's up on our YouTube channel. You can find links on wccy.co.uk. And in the Genesis vlog, mm. where me and Tim went to go and see them, I lost my mask in the middle of Liverpool. Shit. And I only realised this as I was gorging away on a pizza mm. in Pizza Express, a Pizza Hut or something. So Tim said, oh, well, go, let's go see if we can find it. Yeah. It'll be funny. And where they are now, where the museum is, yeah. was where I lost it. And we walked past two hours later, and there it was. Yeah. yeah. Did you pick it up? Yeah, too right. I picked it up and took it home. That's seen me through COVID, that has. The same unwashed mask. Yeah, put it in my pocket. Yeah. Washed. Washed it at home. Right. The thing, do you know what? I've always wondered this. Is there a reason they don't put anything in cups in TV and film? What do you mean? There's nothing in those cups. Oh, yeah. It's just more health and safety. If you don't need to do it, don't do it. Yeah, but it, they hold them in a way that they know yeah, there's I nothing know. in them. It's like suitcases, isn't it? Yeah. There's nothing in that. Just put water in it. What's the worst that could happen? 
so this is the sort of Dan's getting mixed up in stuff now, isn't he? The this just should, should have happened in the first episode. This bit looks great, though, to be fair. So they're on the steps of the... Um, Museum, isn't it? No, the, uh, this is the steps of the... Uh, the new cathedral, I think, isn't it, in Liverpool? I thought it was the museum. I think it is. I'm not sure. Maybe it is the museum. And uh, you get that shot of uh, the passenger. Or passenger. I don't know if it's the or just passenger. The. The. Don't know. We'll go with the. What do you think of John Bishop at the minute? Lock. Listen. In real life? No, in this. Um... After this episode, slightly, mm, I don't dislike his character as much. But it's not I dislike him; it just isn't a character there. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think I don't dislike or like. No, it's just a non-character. It's just thrown in there. At least now we get. I mean, we still don't get much. We just know that he almost got married and didn't. But at least that's something. Yeah, something because. You can identify with this character mm. before this episode. No one. He doesn't do anything. No, he doesn't he's stand not, for anything. Really. He doesn't have a history. doesn't have a future. He just is. Very boring. Very, very boring. And now we've got at least something. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, it just really should have been the first episode, this scene. Really should have been in the first episode. Instead of having that stupid scene with like the dog coming in, things like that, where just John Bishop's never seen an alien before. I think this whole Calvinista and the division thing, it feels a very Guardians of the Galaxy of just having this sort of random animal thing. I'm not a big fan of it, really. I th- it just feels a bit tacky. I like stuff like that. I just don't like the context it's in. So I like mm. um, like animalistic looking aliens and stuff like that. But I don't like how it's connected to like dogs on Earth no, and they're the protectors of humans. Man's I, best friend. F- <laughs> no. No. I don't like Calvinist. I, think it's I don't like Calvinist at all. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, it is, the, it is that new cathedral. Right, forget I think. it. Yeah. Forget it. Oh. There's a couple of lines, isn't there, that sort of scream. There he is. That's a great shot, that. Yeah. Look at that, slowly creeping towards him as well. It's lovely. Gone. <laughs> and then it's ruined. There's no gravity. No. It, well, the, just caught before she came there. There is gravity, but it's just not acted. It's it's not there in the acting. So yeah, so the doctors and Yaz are in the police car, and then the doctor changes to a the real actress. Although the, the person that's supposed to be really there, isn't it? Yeah. And the angels in the in the mirror. I've got to say, 
the angels work well. But I've just never really been a fan of the Weeping Angels. And it's not since Flux. They're so a fantastic back to monster. Once. They're awesome. And the idea of them is amazing. Yeah. It's great. But <laughs> they've only had one good story. And even that, I think, is a bit overrated. It is. I think Blink is really overrated. But I think there's only so much you can do with a monster like that that sort of doesn't speak. It just... You can't see it move. Which is probably a plus, really, because it'd look crap if it walked. There was, a, there was a moment where you could see it move. Was it? Yeah, I'm sure there was. In the previous episode. Not in Flux, but... I don't know. I'm sure there was. don't know. Um... I've got no hope for them. If if you don't think the Angels have had a good episode so far, I don't think they're going to get one in vlogs. No. no. I mean, the look of the next episode looks great. 60s, 70s, yeah. whenever it is. I wish it wasn't in vlogs. Yeah. And we'll probably think that after it's been out as well, yeah. because I think it is going to put the brakes on. Why? Like Please the don't. Suntar and one again. Why? We need to know more, not less. There's six episodes. And there's enough stuff to pad it out. Pad it out. But you know what I mean. There's enough stuff, there's enough content there for it to warrant being six episodes long. But rather than spending the time with those plot points, they add in two sort of standalone-ish stories to sort of keep your interest. That's the way it feels to me. I think that's what they are doing, isn't it? Yeah, but why? Don't know. No. Don't know. No idea. What they did in this episode is split all the characters up. And if you watch the live stream part two, I said, why don't they split all the characters up? He listened. Quickly and rewrote. Quickly. And re- refilmed everything. Because it just makes sense to do that. Why wouldn't you do that? You get to If you're going to introduce all these characters, you can't have all the characters, like all the heroes together no. to meet all these people across four episodes and finally have a big battle at the end. Because evidently there's not enough time. It ain't going to work, sunshine. No. So, finally we're getting Yaz on her own. Yep. Not that it means anything, because she's not. The doctor's there every time, and she commands You know the, mm. the scenes, and Yaz has no idea what's going on, so she may as well not even be there. It's sad, really. It just I like happens. Yaz. I like Yaz. But I like the. I think she's... I like the actress. I like the character. Yeah. But there's not a lot of character there to like. So the not actress anymore. is sort of. I I don't understand. We built up the Yaz as a character for the last two seasons, and even that was lackluster. Yeah. And then we it, the payoffs rubbish. Like she's not even in this series, is she? I can't remember any moment she was like impactful. Oh, this is the next one's going to be hers, isn't it? I would have thought. Hopefully, but she's starting to turn to Ryan. She's not doing anything. I think Doctor Who works best with, especially Modern Who, one companion. In this story, I don't think we need any companions. I think Yash should have gone. Well, we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll Continue. Never know. We'll never know. Um. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to see them all split up. Obviously, we know they're not now, but I would love to see for uh, just two episodes, mm. everyone split up. Yeah, then the doctor can meet. Well, uh, maybe they will be. The doctor could have lots of more scenes with um, 
Swarm. Mm. Yaz can have scenes with the angels. Yeah. Like more of like Yaz in her own blink episodes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Instead of introducing another character. I don't know. We don't know the end, do we? But that's the thing. It's so hard to judge. And the way I'm thinking of this, like the flux review as it is at the minute, is sort of like taking a six part story. Mm. Like whatever it is, whatever you want to pick. From classic Who, like take Spearhead from Space mm. and doing a review after each episode. Yeah, it is sort of like doing that rather than like doing it at the end, like watch yeah, the whole thing and do the review. Yeah, but it's no, it's kind of different now. There's more going on, isn't there? I think there's more going on in this kind of six part than in a classic Who six part. But this way does feel a bit messier, but. It's intentionally got more things going on to sort of keep you. I want to watch till next week, but I don't. Not no, no. Do I. It, it's not. Uh, it's just not satisfying. Mm. It's not entertaining. I think the creators might be banked on the the end as a big payout. Yeah, I reckon they've they've nailed the end probably. Whether it's as mind-blowing as people are going to expect. I hope so, but I don't think anything will change the fact that the journey there yeah, is I think that's dull the problem, and boring. It? Yeah. And doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. It's like going on a six-hour coach trip to Rill. Yeah. You know. You might see a couple signs like, oh, I am on the way to Rill. Well, no, I don't think it's even that. It's sort of, if you went on a mystery tour and then you sort of appear at the, you know, Bogner. Bogner. Right. Great. And... I d- obviously, I don't think it's going to be like that. But whether the the journey makes up for the result, I, d- I don't think there's going to be any sort of spectacular, mind-blowing revelation at the end. It just can't be a great series when you don't want to watch the episodes uh, again. That's the, that's the thing, yeah. I mean, it, it is hard be, going right? for me. Watching them again, like I try, I try my best to watch everything three times when we do a review. Classic Who, yeah, and New Who. Normally, by the second time round of New Who, I, I think I can't do it again. <laughs> you know, I, especially with the one part is because it's sort of forty-five minutes, mm. and I think, well, I've sort of I've seen everything that I need to see. Really, I don't, and I don't go back to New Who. I don't. I just no. I have no feeling. I've just. I have no drive to do it. Whereas, like some of the old Who ones, like I would. I would sort of watch them again. Hmm. Like there's been a few that, I, as we're recording, if you said, "Should we watch it?" I'd say, "Yeah, go on then. Put it on." Hmm. One day we'll figure out why. Yeah, it can't only be for nostalgia, can it? No, there's there is something there that maybe just modern. TV and modern drama doesn't have maybe it's a pacing thing well this seems like a uh, personal thing though yeah probably because uh, yeah you know like Leah can't watch old who yeah but she'll quite happily watch Flux yeah even though she thinks it's not very good yeah she'd still say it's better than all the classic who so there's something there, isn't there? That it's 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 more watchable, isn't it? But yeah, it yeah, it's it's, it's more appropriate to what people are used to. That's the thing, isn't it? That it's it looks more akin to you know what's happening there. 
So we're, so the angel, we press play. Uh, the angel is following Yaz around the police car sort of thing. And now we're on sort of some sort of Star Wars. <laughs> it looked nice. And we got an yeah. establishment shot there. We probably one of the first. Yeah, thank God. You know, other than the Liverpool. Because at the moment, all they're in the hotel. A bit marbly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it looks very uncomfortable in that. It's that collar, isn't it? Yeah. Stiff. Yeah. Right, so... With regards to this division... And sort of working out which character is which. We know that Dan is actually Carvinista. You know, when we've seen them on... We saw that establisher of the Doctor, Yaz, Dan and Vinda. Oh my god. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Um, She's on the wire. Yes, yeah. So the, the establisher that we got when they were storming Atropos. The Doctor is the fugitive Doctor. Joe Martin. The Ruth Doctor, whatever the hell we're going to call it. Dan is Carvinista. How? What's happened there? Well, it's it's who the division really are, but they're sort of masked as the characters that we already know. I, uh, I don't really know why. I don't really care. That's the problem. I just don't care. So, <laughs> Vinder is actually Vinder, I'm assuming. And Yaz, we don't know yet. But Dan is... The dog. Uh, part of the division. No, he isn't. Dan is the dog. No. We're seeing the division like sort of ski-whiffed. So the doctor is actually Joe Martin. Hmm. Dan is actually Carvinister. Vinder, I'm assuming, is actually Vinder. Because we're seeing their backstories now, aren't they? Because time's been f***ed up. Yeah. So, you know. Well, we'll keep playing, and I'm sure it'll sort of explain itself. Mm. I haven't really got a way to explain it, because I don't really know. Or, you know. Okay. It's a lovely hotel, though. Mm. A Marriott, probably. Mm. <laughs> Best Western. Best Western. So Yaz is sort of, yeah, is actually some sort of a colonel. <laughs> not a computer colonel. Not a popcorn colonel. No. A sergeant colonel. Right. So we're about to explode the door at Atropos to get in. What's Atropos? The temple of Atropos on the planet Time. Oh, that's where we were. Yes. Right. Thanks, Yaz. See, that's explaining something that they already know what yeah. it does. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of... You could show us that. Right. We know that, Pam. We're going to use this thing that slows down the environment Fuck but keeps us all, you know... Awful. Now we've got the big Moori. Awful. Super-sized Moori. I just don't really... Mm. 
It was a good screen. Yeah, it was a good screen. Yep. So she's put herself into the time stream to sort of rectify what's going on. But Because the doctor always do this. I don't know. Well, anybody could have done that, I suppose, really. Wow. Because she's stepped on the st on the space of the Moori, isn't she? Uh, I thought she put a sonic screwdriver in the air yeah. and magically went into it. Okay. So Joe Martin has now appeared. My heart when I saw the scene. Right. Oh. Pause. I'm gonna say I'm gonna state something now. I think I'm alone in this. Mm. I don't know what your thoughts are on this. I haven't seen anybody else online that thinks the same as me. What is it? I can't stand the fugitive doctor. The Joe Martin doctor infuriates oh, God. me. What have you done? Honestly, infuriates me. Why? I don't know what it is. As soon as she appeared, not in this story, you know, when she we first saw her in mm. the series of Doctor Who, people instantly were like, she is absolutely incredible. Mm. Amazing. It, Instantly, like as soon as they saw her in a oh sorry, as soon as they saw her in a costume, people people I, were blown away. I remember people were saying it's their favorite doctor, yeah, of all of them, yeah, str straight away. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't really see that, but I thought, you know, I'll give it a bit of the benefit of the doubt. The more I see of her, the less I like her. Hmm. She's got this confident attitude. That <laughs> is like stinks. <laughs> this confident attitude thing that is like kryptonite to me. Right. It makes my skin crawl. But isn't it like Tom Baker and stuff like that? Not really. It's sort of. I thought you were going to say that. And as I was saying it, I thought, well, there's a few doctors that are accused of that sort of thing. But it's that. It's like David Tennant towards the end of his run where. He's just always sort of. I am. Me. Yeah. yeah, me. You know. It's almost like the actors bleeding into the role. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not. I'm not accusing David of being a bit self-centered, but you know, it just feels a bit. I don't. I don't really like that. There was a publicity shot of Joe Martin sort of stood at an angle, sort of with like beckoning hands. And she had a, a tongue in front of her front teeth with her mouth mm. closed, you know, like, yeah. sort of come and get me thing. And I just thought, I don't want this. I don't, you know, I've seen the actress in other stuff and she's good. Yeah. You know, she's in Holby City and she's been in a couple of bits. She's in some comedy things as well. Holby City? <laughs> the creme de la creme <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> but, you know. That's where everybody goes to pick, you know, that and Holby and the Hollyoaks. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen her in stuff and I, th I think she's good. Um, but uh, it's probably just the character, like the way that they've written this doctor. I just can't, mm. I just can't bear, or the way she's portraying what they've written. I just, I just can't stand it. I just haven't seen enough of her. I don't, I don't know. I've seen enough of her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm just not. I'm just indifferent towards her. I've just. I. I, was, I just thought maybe you were going to side with me then, but because I've never heard anybody say anything bad about her. 
anything. I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just completely different. It yeah. didn't do anything for me this scene. Martin's back. Okay. I did sort of. I rolled my I, eyes. I Lydia, rolled my eyes because yeah, I was like, I, I thought I was going to get a Jody episode. Didn't. Didn't. We got Joe Martin instead. Well, you say that. People have been saying we've got a Joe Martin episode and we didn't get her. We got Jody because Jody plays Joe Martin all the way through, sort of thing. Just, I, can we just get Jody as a doctor, please? That's all yeah, I want. I just yeah. And I, th- I think it, it's been a bit detrimental to Jody. I think bringing in this, I think so. the other doctor, because everybody not prefers her, but everybody thinks the sunshine's out. Of <laughs> so it's sort of <laughs> she's instantly on the back foot, Jody. Yeah, because it's sort of well. Oh, I'm so glad Jody's out. She doesn't deserve any of this. No. Get out, Jody. Get your money and run. Take the money and run. Yeah, never come back. Yeah. For your own sake. Like Buster. Think, uh, <laughs> like Chris Rackerson, take a page out of his book. He's happy. Is he? Anyway. Don't know. So why aren't they recognising that Jody's been a bit insane at the moment? They are. They didn't hear the conversation, though. Oh, right. Just that she was looking at herself in the mirror. We're your team. We are. Oh. We're your team. Get it. It's alright, boss. We understand the pressure. Final push. Did Yaz just look down and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yaz was aiming above the sight on the gun. Okay. Uh, it's not bad. It's just... There's nothing going on. What? Do you want to blink a bit quicker? Or? Uh, it's just, I'm uh, just not interested. It's I really enjoyed this episode when it when we watched it live. Yeah. But um, it's like if you said, right, we're turning it off now. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, I'd be, all right. right, so Williamson in the tunnels. Just please, you know, please, can we not see any more of this character? I mean, it's too late now, isn't it? It's written, but... It just do, it really doesn't do anything. It, it's th- complete filler, and I, everyone knows it's going to be a relevant rele- revelation at the end. The, th- the thing with Williamson, the actor probably, is that he play he's playing it exactly the same, especially in this scene, as Reese Shearsmith. No idea. Anybody that's listening, watch the scene with Dan and Williamson in the tunnel in Once Upon Time. It is just Reese Shearsmith. It's scary. Even oh. that's the worst offender. This blue thing. That's not in the scene. That is not in that world. The like the characters are in. It doesn't emit any light. It doesn't react any light. It's just blue tinsel and CGI. It's really, really bad. Don't know. I've seen some people say that it's sort of intentionally bad because it doesn't exist. As in, it's not... It's not in this world. It's not in any sort of world. It's just sort of... It's getting rid of everything. So it's sort of existing in its own Yeah, I, to be fair, I thought that. I did. I put it in my notes. I can sort and of, then I thought, no... 
Well, that's the thing. I can, no. sort of, I can sort of forgive it for that, but it doesn't look great either. No, it doesn't look great. Like, if you're going to do stuff like that, I'm thinking of uh, things like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. Like, it's intentionally not supposed to look like it's in that yeah. world. Yeah, it looks so convincing. Why? I don't know. Eye lines, probably, and... I don't know. I don't know. No comment. All I know is just this looks bad. That's enough for me. Continue. Oh, God, are we only that far in? <laughs> oh... Just look at the camera. He might have done. That's where we park in Liverpool, that. Yeah. What's that oh, media city? I always park in Zocks. The world keeps moving. Right. Right. So there's a thing hunting down anomalies in time. Yeah. So the flux. This has happened twice before on two different monsters. Which one actually does the job? Uh, I don't know. We had the Father's Day one, with the big lizard creek flying creatures. Then there was another. Oh, yeah. There was another creature that tried to correct things. Oh no! It, it wasn't a creature. I think it was like uh, it was the fractures in time, wasn't it? I don't know. Because uh, I don't know. I think write one and stick with it. I think every showrunner's got their own version of what rewrite, re- what tries to correct time. Yeah. Don't know. Sector coordinates one seven. Gone. So Bell again. This is the one of the other issues that I'm having with Flux is that it sort of it ramps and drops and ramps and drops. You just said it didn't do anything. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It sort of it hints that it's going to do something, yeah. like with the Williamson scene. Like we think you're going to find out what you're shooting at. No, right, okay. Oh, so Bell. Every not... single scene is alluding to something bigger, which well, is we gr- haven't seen any of it really. <sighs> it just it just takes any influence or. I'm just not really sure. With the flux, what is it actually destroyed? Just people. Yeah. But planets have gone as well. It doesn't matter. Like, wouldn't it make sense that we go somewhere, or the Doctor goes somewhere where... They, that, no, don't pause it. I just want to say, wouldn't it make more sense if they go somewhere where they talk to people who had seen the flux, like, kill another planet and they knew people there? No, we don't need that. Just to add some context to no, like what this means no, no, no. to the universe, or... Nah. Instead of just saying, that oh, it's bad. That, you know, we've got Bell on that red grass planet thing. Yeah. Seeing all those Cybermen there, yeah. no fear whatsoever. For me, anyway. Well, not as, not as in a, as if I should be there going, Oh, God! Oh, Bell! Yeah. Oh, Bell! Yeah, but it's a threat. An infamous one. Yeah, but... You should be thinking, oh, Cybermen, shit. No. And this Something's going to go down. No. This Tamagotchi... I don't understand what the point of it is. It must just be so that she can speak. Do you remember in Planet of the Daleks where the Doctor gives Joe that little tape recorder just so she can sort of explain to the audience what's going on yeah. rather than just sort of, oh, good grief. 
Look at all of these Daleks that are here on this planet. You know. He's great. Yeah, he is. He is really good. So the Grand Serpent. This is a weird scene, but acted well. So I can. It is acted it, it, well. Yeah. I just don't understand what the issue is. With no, this. I don't either. That he's speaking up. Maybe. But he's not. He's just. A, Acknowledging what's happening, I don't really understand. This scene where Yaz and her sister are playing COD zombies, I don't know what it is. What controller is that? Craig Parkinson. I knew there was a name. I reckon that's a PS6 controller. Or even future. That's a bit interesting. That maybe this stuff hasn't happened yet. So because they all sort of... Well, Yaz has said, I don't know this house. Yeah, you know. this is, uh, I think, one of the very few important scenes in this episode. Because it tells a lot. It's nice to know, though, that in the future, post-Doctor, she's got a nice house. Yeah, it's quite nice, yeah. Doing well for herself. Zombies looks pretty good. I was surprised that they didn't shoehorn Fortnite or something. No. Oh, their the game. Who game. Yeah. Because you could hide it, couldn't you? you yeah. You know. what is it? Quit, the game. Quit the game. Okay. I don't know what it is. Any type of threat towards characters, I really just stop caring. Was that PS4? What were they playing on? What? Because Yaz is helping her play games so she can be cool for a date. Is Doctor Who written by middle-aged men? Because it's what. 29 year old 30 year olds do do it to go yeah. on dates not even to impress one person just yeah, to go yeah. on dates just on date. oh god they look good though so we got old swarm old swarm or future swarm I think this episode gave it one big answer and that's all time is completely f***ed up and I really I'm buying into my theory. Where it's sort of this could be future or past. Swarm could have been yeah, his I, I past self when we first met him. I, don't I know. think this is all going to be a parallel universe that they've stepped into. Yeah, because it's an easy write out, but sort of probably satisfying enough that. Yeah, I f yeah, I feel like the Timbo's trying to write out the Time of Child sort yeah. of stuff. Maybe. I th not I write it out. I think this is the plan the whole time. Yeah, I think he's 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 going to give himself a way for Russell to get out of it. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can get out of it. But if not, you know, <laughs> leave it. The passenger. 
I live like prison. It's like they really wanted to get the actor for Voldemort, mm. but they couldn't quite get on them. Great though. Yeah, they are they, fantastic they, 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 on their own right. They they're great, but they're also a little bit boring. Because we don't know anything That's about thing, them. Yeah. We don't know anything. Fault. No, it's not their fault. Imagine if we had a, some sort of backstory as what their aims are. Bit of hand acting there. Mm. I like his coat. The Dark Times. So that could be a reference to Gallifrey's Dark Times. Uh, maybe a little bit too vague for the casual viewer. But the casual viewer has probably switched off by now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's not a dig. But they probably have. He's got a big chin though, hasn't he? Yeah. A heavy. Magic yeah. chin. Look at that. Magic chin. Oh, it's great. Swagger. Oh, it's great. Oh, they just killed the bodyguard. Yes, well, the passenger is a sort of... I don't know what you call it, really. It's a... Well, I don't know what I would so explain it. it. There's a, there's loads of people in there. Oh, the passenger, there's the, yeah. It's a conduit. It is a conduit to which the race of your choosing may exist in eternal pleasure within. Not eternal. And not pleasure. Live out their mortal existence within the, the conduit of the passenger. The passenger is but the. You get what I mean. There's millions of people inside one of those things. It's like a living. vehicle. test tube. That you're all in. No. You know what I mean. What's happening now? Uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> so it doesn't know. Calvinista's it? gun. Ah, it's just a one time we get some story. It turns out it doesn't really matter because it's in the past. Calvinista's gun, the thing that put Dan in that box so that he could put him in the cage in the first episode. Yeah. Oh, Dan's using it. So that means he's Calvinist? No, no, no. Oh, no, I'm just saying, that gun is enough to contain these two most powerful beings in the universe. Unless they wanted to get captured. Maybe. Things I believe that, because they're awesome. They seem very powerful. Yeah. yeah. Ow. Back to Bell. Oh, God, can we not? Like the oh. speedboat. Um, so the Cybermen invade yeah. in a sec, don't they? Have you? Did you see the Bell's combat roll? Did you spot it? No. It's great. You wait. Who's she talking to? Oh, she keeps speaking to this Tamagotchi thing. And it's an annoying plot device. I like how they made a UI for her explaining that, but it still makes no sense. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, look, that looked amazing. I just thought that's how shakes there. 
<laughs> God, a good shot. Ready for a combat roll. I just don't know what the Cybermen are shooting at. Don't know. Like, they just keep shooting, but even though she's not there. <laughs> they look great, though. Yeah, they do. Watch this, watch this. Ready? What? <laughs> I love the way there's a Cyberman that falls by here, ready? Him. What do you mean? Watch him. Dead. So it's this little bit of dialogue now between Bell and the Cyberman, isn't it? That I don't mind. Okay, so I am interested to see if it's it. Nicholas Briggs. <laughs> I bet it is. Sounds like. It's a risky thing to do this. And I think they really shouldn't have done it this time because the story's not strong enough. But to put previous monsters and iconic monsters in the position where they're scared of the flux. Mm. Not scared, but they're, they're in no command of it. They, they're um, subject to it. Mm. And they just go to survival mode. I love that, but not in this series because it's not strong enough yeah. it just makes them look weak I really don't like it just put love. Oh. Oh. I was so close I rewound this two times because like she didn't mean that did she this isn't real right love is a pointless no oh uh, yeah it is, it is real her mission is love because we find out she's she's with Vinder isn't she yeah, but I thought she pulls out this Tamagotchi. And I thought she was in love with that. I was yeah, like, oh, I thought, yeah. Well, that we don't know that yet, do we? I thought that Tamagotchi was called love or something. I was like, oh, okay. Kind of makes more sense. Maybe <laughs> love means something else. No, it means <clears throat> literal love for Vinda. Yeah. And this beautiful, yet still unborn baby. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Establishing shots. Nice one. Yep. We're getting them now. I do like the fact that we've been given cool, calm villains now. Yeah, that's true. I've always said that. You know, that it works true. best. It, it does. does work best. Those are the best things about the series. And that's without any character. <laughs> now, Tim watched this episode. Hmm. And he said that the whole whistleblower idea of Vinda being the whistleblower because he's the good man yeah. and doesn't want to stand up is an eye roll. Why? Because he thinks it's just it is a bit of a... Why would he do that? Like, he's a good person. Why would Dan go hungry? He's a good person. Is that enough? Apparently it is. Right. What uh, what motivates him other than just because it's not right? What, like a past tragic event that pushes him to be better as a person? Yeah? No. No? No. No, it's not, it's not all bad. It's just... I can only seem to pick up on the bad. It's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Uh, We've done quite a lot of New Who now, and you know it's not all bad, but this is just bad. And it's allowed to be. 
it is allowed not as in you know it's it's sad that we don't enjoy it but it's it's allowed to do what it's doing you know and people are enjoying it so it can't be completely terrible right and seeing this it's probably my favourite one of Flux so far yeah it's mine too that's why we decided to do it hmm. this review I just think it's it's it takes impressive writer to have characters on their own and still the ones with no idea who they are yeah so this is Vinda leaving a message for Belle there we go it? yeah um, because it's a mission of love um I'm just not into love. I said we said this on the live stream. It's just it's family values. I'm sorry. Even Tim said. I mean, I I think there's a place for it if it's believable, but this isn't. Long distance relationships don't work. It's like eighty-four percent chance it will, won't, won't. I was going to say, doesn't that mean that they mostly do? <laughs> Come on, how long's left? So, we're in a Moorie's eye. <laughs> so, when you say Dan's Calvinista. That's not really Dan, that's no. Calvinista. Yeah. The Doctor's entered the time stream. Yeah. So, the Doctor has become the fugitive Doctor. Yes. Sort of. To sort of sort out everybody's time streams and by that she's seeing these people as other people you know what it's so complicated it must be good it uh, it's the thing a lot of people have said this about this episode that it's complicated it's not it's convoluted it's not yes, complicated it's not complicated yeah it's convoluted write <laughs> <laughs> that down I do like the Maori. I think they look great. I don't think they do. Do you know? No. Oh, right. So here's a big bit. Pardon? So this older lady. It is doctor, though, right? No idea. I'd say it's more likely to be Tectaun. Tectaun. Um. The. The woman in the timeless child who sort of experimented on the child to figure out about regeneration and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Some people have said that it might be the Rani from Old Who. Isn't that a running joke? Though? Yeah, it is a running joke. But it does seem you could sort of. I think it'd be funny to actually do it. If I was the showrunner, I would do it. Yeah. I'd be like, right, yeah, all right. You think everything's the Rani? Is the <laughs> Rani? <laughs> But she is sort of feeding something, isn't she? She's yeah. doing something. She's like a botanist, isn't she? Mm. From that, I thought, oh, it's the doctor. Well, she's going to, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's, it's interesting. I don't think it... Uh, I can't really comment on it because it doesn't explain anything. No. So it's sort of... Small questions. Yeah. It's like saying, what do you think of that shop? By standing across the road. <laughs> well, I can see the shop front and I can see something in the window, but... I have no idea. 
See, we saw it then in front of everybody's face, but then when we saw the sort of the shot of the whole set, it's above them. What is the blue th squiggly stuff? Yeah. So it's above them. Then we see a close-up of Dan, and it's in front of his face. Yeah. See a close-up of the Doctor, it's in front of his face. We see an establisher again, and it's all above him. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's impressive that the Swarm can click his fingers with Just, gloves on. Yeah, it is impressive. Yeah. F***ing hell. I wish I could click my fingers and fix my mics. Joe's back, isn't she? So the doctor's looking in the reflection again. Nothing. Nothing. So they're back in the scenario that they were in in the previous episode. I don't the know. The end of the last I episode. I don't know what this is in. So... People are making quite a big deal of this, of, the, of Vinda knowing that it's the TARDIS. Mm -hmm. I don't think it means anything. Neither do I. Isn't they quite famous the Tamils, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. The ta yeah. So. And they're a race. Yeah. I I don't think anything of it. No. So the the triangle's worried, and depressed. It sounds. Wait. So the triangle has more emotion than the garrotters. So the Tamagotchi is actually a little mini projector as well of Vinda. Yeah. Project <laughs> up. Of the, <laughs> <laughs> of the <laughs> recorded message of Vinda. Well, it doesn't. It's just because he's sitting down. Yeah. So we're going to get that dreadful bit of dialogue coming up. Ready? Beautiful as yet unborn child. What does that even mean? Of course it's not born yet. Is that in Rexham? I keep thinking it's the Bronco Sutley Aqueduct. Is that in Rexham? Yeah, yeah, it's down the road, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah, well, it looks like it, but I don't think it is. It is. is. Alright, we'll go with it. Oh, God. That looks alright. Yeah, it does. Whenever you need, need us, call 0800-00-1066. You have reached the doctor. <laughs> so he's staying. Yeah, he's going to find Belle and his beautiful, as yet, as yet unborn as, baby. Yeah. Not stillborn. As yet still unborn. Born. Still unborn. unborn. What was it? Beautiful, I've but yet unborn, unborn baby. As of yet, unborn. I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. It's something awful that you just should never say. This is really bad. This is the worst bit of the series so far. I can't bear dialogue like this. It, it's not real. Wistful. Why is he picking up the gravel? Oh, God. There's that scene fade of Belle on one side and Vinder on the other. Because they're in love. I will say the time vortex looks great. It's amazing. It does look amazing. amazing. It's better. Angel on the phone. Angel on the phone. Oh. 
So there's an angel in the TARDIS now that's appeared. Hmm. I do like the idea of this though, that the the angel the angel is after Yaz, but hasn't gone after Yaz, it's gone after the TARDIS, hasn't it? Which makes me think that they're gonna they're gonna use it as a it's bringing people together. Well it's not all bad. I think it's got its own agenda. Maybe. I just need them alive. It's not so much of a... I hope they do that anyway. It's not a good alien. No. Angel. Mm. Just needs them. For their own purpose. Maybe. Maybe. That's got a crack. It has got... It It is broke. face. Right. Don't know. It doesn't matter about things like that because they will get told. Yeah. See, little plot things like that, little details, they will be told later and I'm okay with things like that because it doesn't... um, Mm. It's not commanding as in, is it? No, it, yeah, I know what you mean. But these little things to do with characters, do with plots, it tends to be the only substance in, in these scenes. And it'll yeah. all be told at the end. Don't want that. I want a good show. There we are. But it, this one wasn't as bad. No, yeah, it was, it, it was better. It was better. I'm looking forward to... Yesterday's episode, whenever this is going out, I am as well. Um, I'm hoping at least it'll be a decent angel story. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to what everybody says on the after show and what you all think as well, because I'll post a little thing on Twitter immediately after to find out your thoughts. So I think you sort of know what we generally think. I don't think we need to go any further into nope. that. Um, I've put it out on Twitter, and uh, we've had a few replies. So I sent in, send us your thoughts, uh, and we'll read them out on the podcast. What did you think of Once Upon Time? So Ian Martin, Mark Cockrum's accomplice from All the Time and Space. Ian, and the now Americanized Ian, because he's in, he's he's in the land of the free and the home of the brave now. Is he? He's over there. Why? Uh, just probably restraining order on Mark or something Um, so Ian asked was it good drama Uh, I put did you come to a conclusion he said I did I didn't think it was good drama so he doesn't like it well not that that he doesn't like it it just sort of you know was it good drama I I don't know I, I don't think so in the sort of straightforward sense but this episode again like episode one, is another sort of setup of more things. So it doesn't really, it doesn't do much story-wise, but it does sort of move it along, but in the sense of just kicking it down the road a bit. I just find it all very boring now. Very very boring. Yeah. Every episode that goes on, the more. I don't care. That's the trouble. The end. That is the trouble. And I'm getting there. I am getting there. Like, I know it's not great. But you just keep watching. I have to. Yeah, knowing and, you, yeah. I've got less and less to talk about each week. Although I said I said my piece on the live stream and yeah. said what I wanted to say well, on yeah. this one. Well, Deb replied to Ian saying that she loved it. The flux is so powerful that he even crashed into Star Trek Discovery. Have you heard about all this debacle that's going on at the minute no. of Star Trek? 
there's a new series of Star Trek out, I think. Yeah. And they've just sort of removed it from everything. So you just Why? can't watch it over here. Why? We've got to wait months and months and months to watch. I don't know, really. I don't know. You've never been to Star Trek, have you? Or Star Wars. I think it's crap. Right. Uh, Christopher Page, long-time listener, friend of the podcast, has this to say. I don't mind the idea they're trying to convey, but I'm so bored with the execution. Too frantic and too loud. The same story could have been told without everyone running in to and fro. And it's all just going to end with a reset with little to no consequence. Yeah, it will end with a reset. Yeah, <laughs> big like, button. That's I think that's the thing. Like We know it's Doctor Who. We know the reset's coming. At least make the journey good, but the mm. ju- there is no journey. It's just random scenes thrown together. It's tiring. Well, moving on. RV Athletics Thanks, fan. Yeah, thank you, Christopher. Uh, okay. Please go and listen to TSP and OE podcasts as well. Orphaned Entertainment, they're great. RV Athletics fan, which I believe is Ross Aitken from Gallifrey's Most Wanted. Hi, Ross. Yeah. Says, I really enjoyed it. Love the intro of Belle and finding out more about Vinda. Also seeing the Doctor struggle with this past she doesn't remember. I really enjoy the mystery of what is really going on being given to us slowly. I've never experienced the serialised format before. So Doctor Who has, like, in this, mm. as it goes out. Mm. That's good. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm really glad that people are getting a lot out of this series. Yeah. Which is nice to see, because fandom... Just think how much they'll get out when it's actually good. Yeah, well, when it's good. Because, you know, fandom has been a bit of a shit show for a while. <laughs> no, it's all it's all opinions. It is all opinions at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't... I mean, you seem to think it is because you're listening, so... Thank you. Okay. And finally, we got Rob Keeley at Rob Keeley Author on Twitter. That was the most confusing episode of Doctor Who I've seen. I was wrong when I said that the serial worked better. We needed six well-told adventures in space and time. It looks great and Jodie's performance was strong, but goodness knows what this will do to the casual viewer. 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 Yeah, I mean, it, it still does seem a bit divided. It's... Yeah, I mean, only time will tell. Jodie's TARDIS has been dismantled, by the way. Why? Uh, the the props done with now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's a that's big news actually. Big big news. Because I know the tenant the switch to tenants are Matt. They didn't disable dismantle tenants. No, they did Capaldi's. Oh, okay. When Jodie took over, oh, the sad. BBC did a video of him taking it apart. So Gross. I'd be glad to see the back of that crystal. Yeah, so thing. Would I, it's yeah. horrible. Um, but yeah, so. It is about 3am now as we finish recording. <laughs> so uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. So um, if you want to send us any feedback, we'd love to have a conversation with you. So you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we've got a new email address now, so don't bother with the Gmail one. It's mail at wccy.co.uk. Uh, all of the information for contacting us will be over the end theme. Next week's episode is going to be a review of the Sea Devils and Flux, so get your feedback sent in for that. All the ways you can do that will be listed over the end theme tune with a lovely voiceover by Tim. Thank you, Tim, for the voiceover. Thank you, Tim. 
Uh, also, hope you all enjoyed the new theme tune for this segment. Um, it took me whew, ten minutes, so uh, yeah, well no, produced. No, we didn't. Twenty. No. Oh, we did. It, I wish it did. Oh, it you did. can tell. You can tell. I know, but like, a, by the time you did all the you know, instruments and then edited it all. And, no, no. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So hope you enjoyed this episode review of Flux. Try to be a little more bo- positive, but a little bit more not pop. I reckon positive. so. But you know, it is what it is. I don't think we'll use this format again of watching it along because it's god, it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. We won't do this uh, again. But yeah, so be sure to tune into the after show on Mondays at nine pm on YouTube. And hey, uh, thanks for listening. I've been Harold. I've been Luke. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. You can send in your feedback, comments and suggestions by contacting us. On Twitter, at WhoCanConvince. Email us at mail at wccy.co.uk or visit www.wccy.co.uk. Be sure to leave the podcast a rating and a review on your podcast platform. For bonus content and access to the podcast Discord server, consider supporting us on Ko-fi. You can find all the links and information on the WCCY website. Thanks for listening and thank you for your support.